Hello, you're tuned in to Super Art Creator Talk, episode 11. 11, 11 Welcome 11, to 11. Super Art Creator Talk Speaks On. And today we're coming to you from the backyard, a beautiful garden. Mark, what topic are we going to speak on today? Well, I thought it'd be a nice way to talk about Hamilton, who we both saw, um, the Disney production last or a couple nights ago. Uh, and so that's what I thought would be a good topic. All right. So Super Art Creator Talk speaks on the art of Hamilton, which Correct. we both saw on Disney+. Plus, <laughs> yes. And we're going to speak on it. And there's there's so much to talk about, so many things to, to go into. Uh, a, brilliant, uh, a brilliant play written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. So um, let's get right into it, right? You uh, you want to you want to start off? I just thought Lin Manuel is a genius in what he, the what he the way he produced it, the way he directed it, uh, the casting was was amazing, and one of the first points I wanted to bring up mm -hmm. is the fact that Lin Manuel and you know casting directors it's a hard thing to do had to find everyone to fit to to match um these uh these characters and right. i thought he did an uh, amazing job they all seem to fit so well oh I, I i agree i mean casting directors their job is 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 pretty hard but also i think when the process of doing plays it's a way different process than doing a, a movie uh, or doing tv because when you're doing a play, there's there's a lot more rounds of trying to find your character. Um, there's workshops, uh, and with workshops, you you kind of pick maybe you know four, five, six, seven people you think could fit a character, and you know you 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 hire them, and it may be weeks, it may be a month to work in groups, and you know you're really trying to see who embodies the uh, the character the best, and then maybe out of that process you'll pick a backup or you know for for uh the lead roles and the lead characters but it, it is it's a hard it's a hard situation and i, and I agree with you the casting director shout out to him yes. uh and if you're looking for somebody you know hit me up but yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean we could go into lynn manuel all day long and talk about his performance yes, and the fact course. that he wrote it and then he's starring in it and he he's amazing to me but we could also talk about the Aaron Burr character oh, done, done by Leslie Odom. Yes. And how the strength of that character mm -hmm. and what he did uh, for that production. Right. On, you know, and I just thought that Leslie Odom, mm -hmm. even though Lin-Manuel was supposed to be the starring role, mm -hmm. and we talked about this before in relation to uh, that I felt that there wasn't one main lead. Even though there was supposed to be, I thought there was a lot of main leads. And one of the, one of the main leads, mm -hmm. uh, again, would be Aaron Burr. Oh, oh, he he was def he was definitely a, a yes. main lead. Definitely, I mean, he's the, the 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 antithesis, right? He's the the the, the you know the, the counter to our hero, right? Yes. <laughs> so and so, you know, he he portrayed um, a tortured character. We know how he ended up. He ended up a, who who who, uh, who in particular? Uh, Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr. Okay. You know, tortured in the fact that. 
he throughout the the, the uh, production mm-hmm. he talks about the final uh, showdown right. with the lead yeah. and and he talked about having to live with that the rest of his life and how it changed him and I thought that was interesting that they brought that into a musical I just I just thought that mm-hmm. that idea that concept and uh, and been, and that character in specifically was tortured I thought Aaron Burr yes well well I mean you know in in my recollection of that and it was only like a day ago yes. since we saw it I mean Aaron Burr's character in to me they didn't portray him as a tortured character. I mean, I, I believe Hamilton for sure was, seemed to be the most uh, tortured character in it. Aaron Burr, um, and from the way I saw it, he seemed to have it together. You know, he seemed to know what he wanted to do, know how to maneuver. And, and I believe even Hamilton looked up to him, sought him out, in, in at least in the play's version. Yes. And even when he was writing, uh, and helping to write amendments right. sought Aaron Burr's help. I mean, okay, maybe angst is the word. Okay, Leslie Odom portrayed him ha- because where he he was a narrator mm-hmm. in certain parts of that uh, production. Right, and he talked about uh, the aftermath of shooting Hamilton, and there was angst there. You could you could tell that his character. Mm-hmm. Not only felt remorse, right. felt that it that it ruined his the afterlife after he oh, had. Oh, for sure. Oh, I would totally, had, I would totally, I would totally agree. Know, shot Hamilton. Right. And the regret was there. So by tortured, uh, maybe angst, regret. Is oh it, no, is I, it, I, I no, but I, I agree. I agree on what you're saying. Yes. I'm, I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not trying to get you to change your point. I'm just saying yes. that one had to wait till the end of the. Of it to get to that point. Yes. And from a historical standpoint, I think you're absolutely right. Correct. Um, but um, for 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 the sake of the play, we don't really get to to know that toward till the basically the the very end. Basically the end. Yeah. But um, if you're looking at a portrayal and, and you have to look at what the character is doing and thinking, mm-hmm. even though it's brought out at the end. Right. It it. He made the point of letting us know at the end that he was, if you don't want to use the word tortured, I still will, um, the angst, the regret. Oh, you well, like I said uh, before, I yes. totally agree. But I'm just saying, for the sake of the play, right, right yes. we only get that towards the end. Right. So let's 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 get into the play. Right. David, uh, David. Uh, Dicks, the performance he gave. Oh yes, yes, was amazing. Yes, he played uh, uh, Jefferson, Jefferson and uh, Marquis de Lafayette. And people don't realize <laughs> how hard that is. Oh, to dual. have to yes, yes. do roles mm-hmm. in a production, and the strength because a lot of times as an actor, you know, you know, your job is to be to go on stage, and to to portray. Uh, a character uh, with strength um, to not only not mess up the lines, but right. to uh, to portray what the uh, writer wanted that character to portray on Absolutely. stage, Absolutely. and to, to have to do it twice. 
that's hard because you right. have to switch midstream right from one character to it it's almost like doing two separate plays would you not agree two or two separate uh, not plays two separate performances well no they, well you ones. absolutely are yes, you absolutely you abs it's not like it i believe it, 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 it if you're doing your job yes. it, you you better be portraying two different characters. it is so hard because you're going you're going to you have to be in character right for one uh one portrayal right and then leave that and change and be in character in a, in a different way because you're not the same you're not the same character so you have to portray him a little differently so well, you, well like i said you'd better yes, if you're an better. actor you better yes <laughs> i mean so, that is very hard to do people yeah. don't realize these things in in drama and in mm -hmm. theater right um it, the intricacies yes of what you do on stage mm -hmm. the general po uh, population doesn't realize what is actually going on in front and behind the scenes to do that oh it's yeah it's hard it's 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 hard. it's very hard i mean to to one point i would say that you do want if you pull it off seamlessly and magically then you did a great job, right? Oh, so, yes. so that that's the our goal is to pull yes. it off so seamlessly and so magically that right, everybody yes. just thinks it fell yes. it fell into into play. But right, it's that most people don't get all those pieces that have to work to make a film or play work. I mean, even if it doesn't work, there is many many hours and individuals uh that took you know years a lot of times years into it um and you really don't know if it works until that last couple minutes after all that time <laughs> you know what i mean so luckily to our you know to, to to our enjoyment right yes it worked very well it worked very well um, right down to the women's leads and again oh yes the, yes there was not one lead. There was multiple leads, and Philippe Sue and I hope I'm pronouncing Philippa? her name. Philippa Sue and I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Right. Her performance was amazing. Oh, as abso Hamilton's wife. Absolutely. Amazing. Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, he brought into uh, this musical. And so I'm going to look up a name too. Textures, uh, and so much into a musical production it really was groundbreaking in more ways than one to mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. uh, it just it was the whole cast it was the whole production it was um the fact that we brought in an element of uh music uh of rap that i don't believe was brought up in musical theater yeah, but uh, wait, we can I can I do before we get into that? Yes. Can you please get into um, uh, Hamilton's wife's character a little bit before we jump into the hip hop? <laughs> okay. Part? What did you What did you really enjoy about her portrayal? Uh, it was a deep um, performance. Mm. What I mean by deep is she went from this light and airy, uh, devil may care type of uh woman's performance mm -hmm. to someone who you could see aged on stage mm. as an actress right what i mean by that is mm -hmm. you could see how she absorbed 
the loss of her husband and then her son. Yeah. You saw it in her face and yeah. in her performance. Right. The way she carried herself mm-hmm. on stage changed. Right. You realize how hard that is to do successfully on stage? Yeah, it is I, not I, as easy as people no, definitely, think. No, definitely I mean, not. There was no... They didn't add extra makeup to no. make her look older. No. They didn't uh, do things that you think from um, to make her look older. She had to do that through the way she portrayed the the actress portrayed yes. herself yeah. and aged herself yes. on stage. The way she carried herself on mm. stage, the way she uh, addressed her husband was different. Yeah, it was, the way ma- she it was masterful. Viewed. Her husband was different. Yes, yes. At the beginning of the play, mm-hmm. or the beginning of the musical, to the end of the musical. Yeah. So that's why I say there were so many strong, deep characterizations in this musical. Mm-hmm. You know, West Side Story broke broke uh, was groundbreaking. Well, hold in, on, before in you get into West Side Story, okay. I I, yes. I want to stay on the topic of yes. the strong female leads because right. my favorite was Renee Elise Goldberry, oh, who played yes. the oldest uh, Skyler sister and yes. the oldest sister of um, of uh, Hamilton's wife. Right. And, you know, with that portrayal of sacrificing her love, which she gained too, too late when she introduced Hamilton to her sister, but realizing she needed to stay true to that relationship and, uh, and love Hamilton from afar, at least from the, the musical's perspective. Yes. And even letting him know her allegiance, sacrificing her happiness for her sister and how beautiful a person she believed her sister was. And and to me, one of, if not the best songs of the musical is her uh, her song, you know, kind of expressing her position of, you know, not being satisfied and loving people from afar. So that was my uh, favorite uh, like I said, song. So yes, very strong female leads, and uh, obviously they all earned their their the you know their keep per se to be in the show. And they also broke, uh, and she broke through the wall of the audience many times by addressing us directly mm-hmm. in a way that I found was captivating. It oh, was absolutely, just, it was absolutely. Just, uh, so that's why, yes, yeah, I agree with you. No, but I, I know I you agree. were going, you were going, and I just didn't want to no, jump no, to the no. next I, subject I, before. I'm but glad you go, brought go. that up because her <laughs> characterization was wonderful. Yeah, yes, it indeed, was, it was amazing. Yep. It so, really so, was. but, but I want you to keep going on to your point. I just needed to jump in to say that so we didn't get off the topic. Well, I was just going to mention uh-huh. about West Side Story and how groundbreaking that was. Right. Uh, and and once. In a lifetime, once in a generation, mm-hmm. there is a groundbreaking piece of art, mm. whether it's on stage, whether it's on television, whether it's uh, in the movies. Mm-hmm. And that, the groundbreaking happens uh, very, very, uh, not very often. Mm-hmm. And so, West Side Story was a perfect example of that. And now Hamilton, I think, was groundbreaking in in the way it took musical theater to a place that I don't believe it has ever been before, uh, like West Side Story did. 
Yeah, West Side Story, you know, min- minus the the, uh, the dance battles in Hamilton. We don't get any dance battles like right, we did yes. on West Side Story. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> I'm just playing on that. But, yes, yes. yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, you're dealing with immigration. You know, uh, yes. in West Side Story, you know, you had the Italians and, um, the, the, you know, Spanish, which I believe were Puerto Ricans, you know, kind of going in, into it. And, uh, yeah, def- definitely immigration uh, rooting your place in America. Right. You know what I mean? And, and kind of are you are you to assimilate? You know, are you allowed to assimilate? And, uh, you know, since that was in the 60s, we can now kind of see the progression of both those ethnic groups. Right. And how they're doing today. Yes. You know, uh, which is which is interesting, even though we're not doing a sociological study right now. <laughs> but, it, yeah, you're, you're right. G- groundbreaking yeah. into that. But uh, with those themes right into Hamilton, you have those themes of uh, because he was, you know, he was called, a, you know, immigrant, right. even though he was from a commonwealth, an island that was a commonwealth. Um, and uh, Lin-Manuel wrote that he felt that kind of similarity to his own father. Being from Puerto Rico, which is, you know, uh, is a, a, you know, is part of the United States, but often not treated as such. And, uh, you know, coming over to America to kind of make his way, you, you know, so there was there was a kinship in, in that and uh, sort of for Lin-Manuel writing his way out of poverty and writing his way into the history books and writing his way into greatness. I mean, I can see how there would be that kind of a kinship and a kind of a parallel. I wanted to briefly mention, since you brought up Lin-Manuel, yes. uh, the characterization of Hamilton mm-hmm. uh, to me was understated in a good way. Okay, I'm listening. I'm all ears. See, when you create a character, uh-huh. uh, a lot of times you could over play or be bigger than you're supposed to be. Right. Uh, Lin-Manuel, I think, played Hamilton correctly in that he underplayed the role. Uh, oh, you believe he underplayed it? Okay. Yes. Yeah. For for the purpose of when you do that, mm-hmm. when he did have to go big, right? it was actually, it seemed bigger. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. You know, it, yeah. it, it was all, it was, it was, to me, uh, tactfully done. And, I agree. And I totally agree. He didn't have to play Hamilton in that way, and I think it was just the right tone, the right feel, mm-hmm. uh, as far as characterization, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I think he did. He did a great job, and and. The really cool thing about that when you say that is that you, you got to remember he is the writer and the director. Yes. Right. So he definitely fine tuned his belief in it. And what an amazing thing if you can, because that's another thing that's super hard. You, you know, you wrote the whole thing. You know, you're producing this thing. You're, you're rounding up the money. You're so so you and then you've got a star in it, you know, and keep all of that. Uh, process and keep the quality up to par. I mean that that's an amazing feat to do. High risk. High risk. Very high, high risk. risk. And uh, <laughs> you know who's able to to pull it off in in a, in a beautiful manner. And I think though um, the the secret to that is having a high quality cast. Uh, you know an absolutely high stellar quality stellar cast. cast and remember again we talked about workshop and we got to get back to that that you saw years and years 
the work that it took years and years to build up to it. And, um, you know, so so kudos. Ge- explain to the general audience who may not know, you mentioned the um, award used in the industry called yeah. Workshop. Yeah. Can you go into a little bit about work, what Workshop what, is, what it means? Yeah, well, there, there's not much more than I can add to or than earlier, but what I, what I do will say this is that you, you start off with an idea, yes. and then you, uh, you, know, you, you work on that idea uh, for how long, however uh, long it takes you, which is like a play. Right. And once you get it finished, which could be a year or years, you start grabbing pieces of, uh, you know, people that to, to, usually it starts with a read. It's called a table read. And you read it with uh, actors and uh, then you may do it in front of people and read it as you're tightening up and you're seeing how your words resonate with uh, the audience. After that, you may get a little funding and start breaking the play up into pieces and having, uh, you know, your actors read it, memorize it. And then you then from there, slowly but surely, you start expanding the show and you're looking for funders, you know, to do it. And maybe you get enough money to do maybe one act out and right. So it's, it's a long period of time as you're tightening. You're basically tightening up your show and, and breaking it down piece by piece. And you're trying to look for investors and look for the right cast uh, and, and the chemistry. It, there's a, a thousand things that has to go on with workshopping. But I can remember, mm. and I have to bring this up. I saw uh, the stage production before it went to uh, Broadway of Equus. Okay. And it originally was uh, worked on. Mm-hmm. And what's the term that uh, you... Workshop? Workshop. Yeah. It, it went to workshop in uh-huh. Boston first. That's why I saw it. All right. So and and you could see that they were developing it mm-hmm. to bring it to the ultimate place, which is Broadway. Right. And that's what workshopping ultimately wants to do. It it, it in steps to right. get it to Broadway. Yeah. If you if you're lucky enough to get if it there. If you're lucky enough. Yeah. But <laughs> there, there, enough. but there, of course there's plenty of of, of great theater that is regional yes and or you know um national in a way that's not broadway or off broadway even yes plenty of praise that have went on for even decades off broadway yes yeah so you know i not to get off the subject no but no I you're not, you're not. No. explain a little bit about oh of course no I, well i did it earlier and yes. i and i wanted to do it in a way that that wasn't gonna gonna bore but give people the the you know the 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 amount of work that yes. it is to do so and the amount of work it takes to to start from you know from concepts to to stage right. you know what I mean and 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 if you're lucky it's years you know there's things exactly. that takes five years even a decade to to happen or at any point in time and this is what I want to uh, impress upon the audience is that in any point in time it could all fall down exactly at any point in time you can raise millions you can take years to do it and there's an ingredient or a piece that breaks everything down which which happens more often than not um so that's why it's a triumph just to get a piece of art out to you all just to get it out is a triumph um and then if you can get accolades if you can get you know uh uh it to be quote unquote a hit then that's then then that's just even more icing and cherries on the cake. Hey, what's up? <laughs> we didn't bring up one of the characters, his son. Mm-hmm. Um, the performance going from a little boy, Anthony Ramos. Anthony Ramos. Yes, a a bang up job. Oh, 
a bang up job. Amazing because again, even though he didn't he didn't have dual even though he did not have dual roles, it was like having dual roles. Right, because he had to he had to age out. Actually, he wasn't always the the son. Really? He, yeah, he did he did play other role, another role. He wasn't the son when he first came in and he was meeting in the bar. Oh, you, re- right. you remember when he was re- yes, meeting with him in yes, the bar? Yes. So he he couldn't have been his son at that point. Right. And we'll we'll look up and see what character he, he was, but he he did play mul- multiple characters. Multiple characters. Yes. Yes. But his performance was amazing too. Right. You know, and that's when you talk about uh, Hamilton, and you talk about the son. Right. You know, pivotal part of that. Mm-hmm. Production, yes, was uh, when he, he died. Oh yes, and yeah, how it af- affected. Oh yes, the, uh, Hamilton's wife, and how it affected Hamilton from, and, and how his mm-hmm. portrayal changed. Hamilton's oh, portrayal yes. changed. Yes, yes, after the death of his son. Yes, a part a part of him was was ripped out. But you know what? I didn't realize. Um, is that Hamilton's son did the duel in Hamilton's honor. I did know that his son had a duel and did die. Yes. But I didn't know what the duel was about. So that's got to be an extra piece. That's got to be an extra piece of heartache. Right. For for one to know that their son did a duel in their honor and was killed. Because I think that most parents would not want their child to fight in their honor. As opposed to the reverse, where we would fight for our child's honor, right? But we wouldn't want our child to one fight for our honor, but two definitely die in fighting for our honor. And now I'm just thinking it as a lie. The third is, unfortunately, Hamilton's he did things to sully his reputation. So, so, so add that to the add that to the fire is that it wasn't a lie that his son was fighting for. It was the truth. Correct. So, so that, I mean, imagine you did something so horrible to sell your reputation and your child probably doesn't believe it because you're not going to sit there and have a heart and heart and say that you've done these horrible things, goes off and dies. And so it's like that double heartache, like your son's dead. And really it's because of you, they're defending your honor. I don't know. Maybe if he had that conversation with his son and said, you know, son, I did these horrible acts. I did this horrible thing. Uh, so perhaps, and then what it does say in the play, and I, I won't go on and on about it, but what it says in the play is that he told his he tells his son to point his gun into the air, right, during the duel. Which I I thought, you know, I don't know, I don't know duel rules, right? Like I don't know what the rules of doing duels are, but I I, I would say if you get to the duel, is there a way that you can stop it if you have a change of heart, you know, or do you have to go through with it and if your son comes to you and says he's fighting in your honor, which I don't know, maybe he didn't di- didn't uh, relay that to him. Because right. again, this is a play; it's not. It doesn't have to be historical, historically accurate. But why not say, "Son, no, I'm not going to make you risk your life to something defending my honor." Because I think a duel, in a, in a duel, it's, in the duel itself, mm-hmm. I don't think it, it, if you're going to to there's protocol. Right, I see. And there's, I see. Once you're there, right. The only way, really, he could have stopped the duel, uh-huh. maybe was right before they're supposed to fire. He has to do something to signal 
um, that he does not want to have the duel uh, go right. forward. Right. And I don't know if that's um, accurate in relation to whether that's really how what the protocol is. Well, we will we'll look up the dual rules, but you bring yes. up a very good point. We'll look up the dual rules and we'll see if that's what you have to do. But but I know that just two different things. I know that there's a white flag, but maybe you're seen as a coward if you throw. I know the white flag maybe is white the. Flag, yeah. But I just think that you know raising your gun to the air. If if I'm in a confrontation with somebody and we know what the stakes are, the stakes is our life, right? right? Yes. If you raise your weapon, especially if we're doing a count, when I see you raise your weapon, I have to assume the worst. I have to assume that you raising your weapon is to try to strike me down. And so I, my immediate reaction should be when you lift your weapon, it's to lift and, and fire because you have to go through an emotion, emotion past me to go up to the air. Now, right? did the son, uh, I know he raised his gun according, according to the to play, the sky. according to the play, according to the play, <laughs> uh, Hamilton did the same thing, I believe, according to the play. So <laughs> did Hamilton do that to honor his son? Did Hamilton do that to stop the the, uh, the duel? In other words, did he know he was going to die? But he and did and because what his son did, right. he, almost, he maybe felt guilty, and that's why he pointed the gun to the sky and he allowed himself to get killed. Or did he think that the duel was over then? Well, I I, I mean I I think in my interpretation is that. Um, he, you know, cooler heads prevailed. You know, right. time happens. He realizes maybe he's not as upset. You know what I mean? It, the life didn't move as fast as it does with us. Right. You know, a letter takes a while to get to somebody, you know, arranging it. Maybe you have to send a messenger. Yeah. So maybe by the time you send it out, you know, a week later when you have to go do the do, maybe, maybe your mind's not what it is. A week ago, when you when you smacked the guy on the on the side exactly. of the thing with the glove, yes, right, because there's a there's a lot of things that can happen in a week, you know, and so when he gets there, maybe his whole demeanor has changed. Yeah, and maybe his demeanor's changed, but I know once you throw down the gauntlet, right. it's on. You know, well, right, down the right, gauntlet, right, right, right. It's on, it, it's yeah, on. and it's that on. Might, that might be that might be it. But then to me, then and, and again, this may be a controversial thing, but isn't it quite foolish? to put your gun to the sky if you know that there's no more recourse other than uh, uh, life or death now, right? There's no other, rec if you know there's no other recourse, then why would you put your life into hoping that the other person sees that you're gonna raise your gun and it's not in a, an aggressive manner? But Hamilton did say, and that's why I think he sort of knew, is this it? Right. Things slow down, is this it? Right. It, it, you know? Yeah. And. That whole part of the duel, right. I found so interesting. Yes, yes, the way definitely, it was, definitely. The way it was staged, right. uh, almost in a slow motion. Even though it wasn't a film, they did it sort of like it was in slow motion. Oh, it was, it was, it was, it was great. You know, you had the stage that was spinning, which was uh, they used perfectly to their advantage. Oh, you know, it, that 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 spinning stage, and right, we're, we're talking about something that. Uh, you know, I can look and see how long it's done, but that production was, 
you know, it took a long time to get to it, and they they worked it to perfection. It was genius. And, it and, was true. And I love that they used all the original cast members. Right. So kudos to Disney Plus. Uh, it's rumored they spent about seventy five million to secure the rights <clears throat> to go ahead and do it. Yes. And uh, you know, releasing it on the fourth of July, I think, was was definitely a work of of genius planning. Exactly. To make up because you have to, you know, you have to get the Disney Plus to be able to experience it and so many people would have loved to experience it and hadn't now i know you saw it on a regional product on a touring production i saw it on a touring production uh in right here mm-hmm. uh at uh, our local in, in uh, proctors proctors yeah and my wife and i discussed that we right. thought um that the actors mm-hmm. and actresses that played uh the regional production mm-hmm. really High kudos to how oh, they, oh yeah, they portrayed, yep. uh, took on the roles. Yeah. They did an excellent job. So there's, there's real quality control in in this yes, process. They definitely. they make sure that you're getting as close to the original as possible wherever you're seeing the play. Right. Yeah. And that in itself, you know, that, that takes a lot. Again, casting directors again, right. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, yeah. To it's carry a, on the role. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a huge process. That's hard. It's a huge to process. To find someone to replace someone like Lin-Manuel. And, and again, you have to give credit to, the, to everyone who produced, directed, and carried on the production mm-hmm. after Broadway. Uh, well, well, to take it on the road. Well, 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 it wasn't after Broadway. Like it, it didn't stop. What I mean by yeah. that is the the touring production. Oh yeah, yeah, the, 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 itself. The, yeah, and and uh, I think they were they were in the midst of opening it in other markets as well. Right. Uh, I think Chicago. I think um, in Boston. So I think that's that's those are the other places that they were looking to um, to open it. So, I mean, and so obviously with the pandemic and stuff, it's slowed and changed everything. Because I think after the touring production, the next step was to actually have other homes for Hamilton and other markets. Um, but to get back on to the point, um, you know, there's certain things that we obviously did not get into. And uh, it looks like we're we're rounding about, you know, 30, 30 some odd minutes on it. But we got to get to the point of rap and hip-hop being utilized we didn't even bring it up all right oh. on, into the play i mean like and it just goes to show the merit of it is yes. that that's that's oh, a yes. piece of it that we can go in so much depth that we don't even have to scratch that part right uh that using hip-hop prose and rap prose was utilized in it but obviously that was a big draw that uh, was, that's why it was groundbreaking to me uh and and we didn't even mention it because it was seamless. It's, that's very hard to do, mm-hmm. to make it seamless. You, you, so yeah. that you don't, yeah. even, you don't even think about the fact that there's rap in this musical. It just, it, it was a part of the whole production that you, it, you didn't even, it wasn't even an afterthought. Right. It, right. But it, it, it was part so of the well. attraction yes. to say. Because he, he's, he's, he's smart enough to realize that Rap music, hip hop music is pop music. It, you know what I mean? It takes it takes over and has crossed every genre all around the world. It is the number one uh, uh, positioning of music now, or music genre, if you will. So it made sense to use something, right? And throw a spin. Manuel, Lin Manuel could have 
certainly written it as a traditional, you know, musical. Um, he's been involved in many of them. His own um, musical, In the Heights, was, you know, was a really, is an awesome piece. And I know that he is waiting for the theaters to open back up because he did a thea uh, theatrical um, version of In the Heights. But, right, it, it, so I, and also too, I mean, a lot of people don't know him for that, but he's a, a awesome freestyler. You know what freestyling is? No. Okay, so that's when you actually make up your rhyme on the spot. And pe you, people can even give you subjects as you rap, you know, point out things and tell you what to, to, to kind of show your authenticity that you didn't write these lyrics before. Um, and so he's done that for at the White House for the Obamas. He's done that around in, in, in different places. So it, it, it's a it's a subject matter that comes from, you know, I, I freestyle, freestyle a lot um, from the Bronx. And it's one it's a it's a part of um, or at least it used to be uh, a part of, you know, showing your worth as a rapper, as an MC. That's interesting. I didn't even know if the word freestyle. You know. <laughs> but it, again, uh, whenever I'm with my friend, it's always uh, interesting and you always bring up topics and uh, ways of looking at things that I never would. And, and you do the same. You do the same. You know, it's 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 yeah. It's just squashed in. Yes. You know, different. There's a lot different of different perspectives. Different perspectives. Different you know, time. Yes. In life, different places that we grew up. But it all comes back to, you know, uh, joy, friendship. Uh, you know, and 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 brotherhood and and our relationship, um, which is amazing. So, uh, but it also is it's fun. To, 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 yes. to be able to pick each other's <laughs> brains and, you know, even tease each other at certain times in points. Um, but if, if we are wrapping up, because, I mean, we can talk about this. I mean, we basically scratched the surface. And it's, it's but do you keep me youthful. <laughs> you, can't, that's, you, know, that's what, you make it fun, but you also keep me young. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just, just our conversations. Yeah. Keep me, keep me here yeah. and present. Well, so. good. I'm, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll keep them, I'll keep them up. But let's say uh, we, we didn't mention a lot of other players. Everybody was phenomenal. Um, so we didn't leave people out for any particular reason. Uh, you know, every character was amazing. Many characters played many roles. So we, there were standouts, one from uh, George Washington and and the King, uh, and the yes. King, which was which was more, uh, I think, of uh, you know to bring in levity, just a little humor, right. bringing in the King, you know, and, and when he when he came in. But everybody, we're every running single out of time, person, but I, we um, could talk about uh, about King George too. I thought that was an ama amazing performance as well. Yes, yeah, uh, it it, st it stood out. It, it, it really it's, did. It, it's, it stood out. And, and anybody that we don't bring up again, it's just because we have the time. But everyone's amazing. So at the end of the day, if when we say we speaks on, right, if we're doing this yes. series, we say we give it, you know, thumbs up. You know, if I had a third thumb, I'd give it a third thumb up. Right. Um, it's definitely worth it. Five stars. Uh, yes, it's, it's definitely worth it. So Six go stars. out there and see it however you can. Buy it if you don't want to do a subscription. You can buy it directly. But I would say that's worth its subscription, um, Disney Plus, and that's our uh, unbiased opinion. Or maybe it is biased because we are <laughs> art creators and we love the arts. But I, I don't know. I, I, we say, what, what do you say? Right? We can have a second show to discuss some <laughs> of the things we didn't talk about with Hamilton, and that's why it was so good. Yes, because yes, because we ran out of time. Right, we couldn't go into 
uh, and more in depth and going to different characters and characterizations because we're out of time. Are, so are you trying to say we need to do a part two for Hamilton? Yeah, I'll let you make that call. <laughs> <laughs> you can make that call, Jermaine. Well, <laughs> well, anyway, I want to say thank you all for listening and or viewing Super Art Creator Talk. And this segment is called Super, Super Art Creator Talk Speaks On. Thank you very much. You guys Thank stay you, well. It's, stay, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, stay blessed. Uh, uh, stay hydrated. Be safe. Uh, and uh, till next time. Till next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to Super Art Creator Talk. Spread the word, and we'll catch you on the next episode. 